Special shout out to all our patrons who support the show every week. Head on over to patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast and subscribe today for bonus content, special shout outs on social media, and so much more. Patrons, you help keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going, and we couldn't do it without you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Hi, I'm Jeff Galloway, and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 238 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. And you are coming in hot there. Hold on. You want to? Hold on. There we go. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. Okay. You're good. Sorry about that. We had to make a microphone adjustment there. Hey, welcome to episode 238 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Welcome to this very special edition of the show. Yeah, this is kind of like in science fiction where... Uh, okay. See, she didn't know that I was going to do this. No. So today we're going to be approaching the the episode and the running from the other side, from the from the flip side of the mirror universe, instead of being participants in the race, we're going to be talking about it from the perspective of a spectator. Exactly. I didn't know it was like. I totally fiction, threw you though. off with that one, didn't I? Well, I didn't know it was like well, science know, fiction, but mirror universe, like black mirror, um, okay, alternate reality sure. for us. It's kind of alternate timelines to put it in Marvel vernacular. You know? Different point of view. It's a yes, or mm. ooh, from Star Wars, a certain point of view. Oh my, you are just all over the sciencey science I've gone, fiction. I've gone totally geeky this turn this you, time. You have, you have, <laughs> and all I can do is like, here's my English teacher. Let's. It's from a different point of view. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, that's it. Sorry, and and I've derailed us completely. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no it but- is it is from a different perspective because we have only manned a water stopper, volunteered, or really cheered very seldom in our history. Well, yeah, because we're the ones out there doing the race, doing the events. Mm-hmm. And then when we're not doing that, we are exploring and indulging in the local food and beverage scene in the town that we're traveling to. Very true. So for us to travel to a race event and our goal when we got there is not to go across the start line or the finish line. Although, let me be clear, the FOMO. Oh, yeah. Was very real. Mm. But the, uh, yeah, for us to go there with that specific intent is unique. Yeah, I can't. We did the the 8K at the Shamrock 
marathon weekend. Mm -hmm. And then we cheered on the next day. But that was a little bit different. Yeah. Because our hotel was literally on the course. course. Like you walked out the back door. Fair. And you were 10 steps, not even. And you might get hit by a runner. Right. Or you could do it from your balcony with your coffee. Well, this is true. Also. So anyway, this this was different. We traveled to an event. Mm, We talked about it last week, I think. To to cheer. Specifically, we traveled to the run. Oh, the Run Disney Mm -hmm. event that is the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend in all its glory. I think it was the 10th anniversary of the Dopey Challenge and the 30th anniversary of the marathon. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big big one. Yeah. So so this week, we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to divert a little bit from our normal format. Just a little bit to talk about our experience from the other side, from the other dimension. (laughs) 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 Yeah, really. So yeah, I figured we'd talk a little bit about what led us to to make that choice Mm -hmm. to do that. And then after that, we could talk a little bit about each race because we didn't go cheer on just one. We did two. Two. We did the two two bigger races. Yeah, we were traveling on the day of the 5K. Mm, the day of the 10K, the day of the 10K. 10K. We totally me. missed the 5K because of work. That I, That's right. This is a four-race weekend. Mm-hmm. My mistake. Yeah. It's the only four-race weekend they have. Mm-hmm. You And usually you're thinking 5K Friday. Yes. It has a, an alliterative ring to it. It does. 5K Friday. But, but they didn't ask me. No. So it was, <laughs> it was 10K. So 10K. 10K. So we cheered. We have, we have two distinctly different cheering experiences to talk about on this week's show, in addition to Indeed. why and what led us to it. Mm-hmm. But first. Oh, we have to shout out. We have some shout outs. We have our very first. <laughs> I get too loud about this. But we have our, I'm very excited because I opened up our email and what did I find? But an international shout out. An international shout out, not just international, a transatlantic shout out. Uh, And audio. It was an audio file that was attached to the email. So excited. We love it. Yeah. We're going to be playing that for you in just a second. Mm Mm-hmm. But first, before we we dive into that, we just want to send some well wishes and warm thoughts to mm-hmm. Runcation Nation members Darlene and Josh. Yes, both of whom are having a little medical issue right now, and we want to make sure that we're sending them all the positive vibes that we can mm-hmm. for them to both have speedy recoveries and get back to it as soon as possible. We are thinking of you and sending you all the. Well wishing the positive vibes for a healthy and safe recovery. And we cannot wait to see you again at a Runcation Nation meetup. So get healthy. Do what the doctors say. And we'll see you very soon, guys. Mm. In the meantime, you can listen to us while you're while you're recouping. Well, yeah. We're we're fun to listen to when you're recovering from anything. Being sick or a race. And, Perhaps. And you know what's really fun to listen to? Mm. An audio shout out. Transatlantic audio shout out. Yes. Right? Yes. From our friend, Ray. Ray Running. And that's his handle on 
Instagram. I, I'm just so excited. And here is his shout out. Here's a shout out from Switzerland to the Run Eat Drink podcast, my favorite English podcast. Uh, wish you guys all the best in 2023 with your uh, podcast. I'm currently running a 10K training run in a very beautiful forest here in Switzerland. And uh, I will meet you soon, maybe, maybe in February. Um, because I'm traveling to Florida. Uh, all the best and have a nice day. That was great. Thank you, Ray, for sending that in. That's while he's awesome. running. Yeah, while yeah. he's running. That's that's fantastic. You see how easy it is, folks. Yeah, he just. If you send us the video, we can strip out the audio. But he he sent us a little audio voice memo from his phone. It was perfect. It was fantastic, and he's. We can't wait to possibly meet up with him in person when he visits Florida. Absolutely. So excited. Now, we also want to give a big shout out to everybody, everybody that we saw and didn't see I know. this past weekend at the Run Disney Marathon weekend. It, it's, this is a blanket shout out to all those runners. Because it was, it was near impossible to just fit everything you wanted to do and all the people that you wanted to see, the time seems to just fly by in Marathon Weekend. It does. In a and, race weekend period. Oh, yeah. And and I think that we'll get to this later in the show when we start talking about some of the logistical challenges mm. if you're going to be a cheer squad member mm. at this event. And I think some of the lessons that we we talk about mm. will be applicable to any other major race event that you might be going to. Yes. So yeah. that's coming, but congratulations, everybody from, or who, who completed or attempted the run Disney marathon weekend. You guys are awesome. Congratulations to Darlene who ran another half marathon in New Mexico, Las Cruces, I guess mm -hmm. is how you say it. Uh, the metal looked great. Uh, I don't know if it was her favorite race based on her feedback when reading her recap, but she's got another state in three weeks. She is closing in on 50. She is, mm. but she's like we said at the top of the shout outs, getting listen, better. Listen to the doctors yes. first. Don't push it. Mm -mm. Runners, mm -mm. runners have a tendency. I know it's almost a meme. She, she sees it. It is a meme all <laughs> over the internet. It is. She sees the light. She sees the accomplishment. You got to get there safely and healthy. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Happy birthday to Meg Brower, patron of the show this past weekend on the half marathon, actually. And to her mother. Happy, happy, happy birthday on this weekend. I, they were back-to-back -back days, and, and maybe I just screwed that up in thinking, what, hers was on Friday, I believe, or and then Anne's was on Saturday. Saturday. I believe that's correct. Yeah. So happy, happy, happy birthday. Days are running together lately for they me. Do, they do that. Yeah. <laughs> like you say, <laughs> this past six months, the, mm -hmm. the days just seem to run together. So happy birthday to both of you. And you celebrated in style 
with accomplishments to be proud of. Absolutely. We also want to give special thanks to Meredith, Meg, Rhonda Lee, Dawn, the Will Run For podcast crew, Fun Size Jen, Greg in Orlando, and so many others who made our experience amazing. We can't... Bob, Bob Rakel. Oh, Gosh, the and I think we actually saw another one of his co-hosts on the course wearing a Rise and Run gear. From the Rise and Run podcast, mm-hmm. of course, our friends from Be Our Guest. Yes, we saw Mike Rallman as we were navigating our way to go and try and cheer. Mm-hmm. And Scotty. Scotty, hashtag Scotty G from the Be Our Guest podcast. We messaged back and forth with Dean and Judy, and Judy was celebrating a birthday on Marathon Day. That's right. So happy birthday to Judy Gerber. And uh, it was just, we we just kept missing each other at different places. There were just so many people we wanted to see. And celebrate because what an amazing event. And uh, listen, we, we, we are... We did our best to get as many as we could, but if we missed you, let us know. Send us an email to info at runeatdrink.net. That's info at runeatdrink.net or call us 941-677-2733. If we missed you at Marathon Weekend. Or any other race from this past weekend. Or any other race, yeah, at all. Let us know. Send them to us. We really, really love those audio messages. I love that we had one. And Ray, thank you again for sending us one and helping us kick off 2023 the right way. He said we were his favorite English running podcast. Yeah. That's so great. I'm just so humble. And thanks, Ray. Thank you, Ray. (laughs) Send those shout outs in. So (laughs) shall we talk running? Yes. Or at least watching running? Yes. (sighs) All right. Let's let's talk. Chair squatting, spectating. Yes. So how do you want to, you, why don't you start off? How did we end up deciding to become a cheer squad at this particular event? I I think that it was more decided for us by the internet and registration challenges. Yeah. To say that run Disney had, challenges or difficulties with the registration process for this race might be a bit generous, Mm -hmm. but it was definitely fodder for the internet for several days. If you were interested in in registering for the race or trying to find out about it, you saw that when when it came time to do this registration, this was back in the summer, it was a bit of a nightmare. People were on multiple devices, multiple browsers for hours. hours trying to get in including us including us unsuccessfully yeah so the there were in fact costumes that were poking fun at the whole experience the error messages the that error people messages. were getting that, yes. that's what they dressed up as mm-hmm. so the race registration gods decided our fates for us mm-hmm. in that respect and that we were not going to be running true that is accurate but but not all of you out there in the Runcation Nation had the same luck. Were success- they were successful. And I'm so happy for people like 
Rhonda Lee and Meg and her mom and Dawn and her daughter and Beth and, and so many others who got into the races. So last year we registered for and actually ran the 10K at the marathon weekend so that we could meet up with Rhonda Lee and then she couldn't come. Right. And travel restrictions and things like that. And what are you going to do? She was reclaiming the weekend, going to conquer Dopey. And we had to get to her because she had stuff to give us. Well, she did. And she is our pink-haired princess and one of the first people to make the Runny Drink podcast international. International. Yes. So we we said, we are only a short car ride away. We're going to day trip up there at a minimum to see Rhonda Lee. And then, of course, we find out that Dawn... And her daughter. And her daughter. Are doing dope. Well, you, you we have followed their training throughout this year. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying like but, it, like it's sequential, but we have these well, no. several things that happened right. that, that we are, and Dawn mm-hmm. and her daughter are running. And, Dawn yeah. and her daughter are running, and Meg is, it just it keeps keeps going. Well, it's not all about the running. It's a, Sometimes it's about the cheering. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's about the cheering. She's in you your could, ear saying this. You could come up and cheer. Yeah. You could come up and cheer, and that would be great. <laughs> Messaging us and saying, hey, come on. Come on. Come on up. Come on up. So we also wanted to celebrate Meg's recovery. Yes. Mm-hmm. This past summer, she had surgery and spent the better part of the fall in physical therapy, over overcoming, and just being there for her comeback race. And and knowing what that experience is like as a runner mm-hmm. who has been through that recovery and you're thinking, am I ready? Do the doctors and physical therapists think I'm ready? Can I do it? It's, uh, I wanted to be there to support her in that comeback and celebrate the accomplishment because not all accomplishments include the traditional official finish line. Oh, exactly. Absolutely. And we also wanted to see what it was going to be like from the perspective of a spectator at a big race event like Marathon Weekend, because we've certainly been to our fair share of large races. Mm -hmm. We do have one coming up later in the year that I'm going to be spectating at, that you're going to be running at. Mm -hmm. And we haven't announced it yet, no, no, no. but we're, we're, it's coming, but getting some of those, those kinks worked out at a slightly smaller event, to, slightly, slightly smaller, event, to be able to transfer those skills and those, those best practices, if you will, to a larger event, I think it was going to be important. So we, we wanted to do it for science. Science. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) So we got up there on Friday. That was 10K day. Yes. And we were just super, super late. So we missed cheering on the smaller races. Mm -hmm. So we got to cheer the half and the full marathon, which were Saturday and Sunday. So the half, let's take the half and talk about it. Okay. So 
I would say going to the half, the half is a big event. Oh, yeah. If you're doing a run Disney event, especially marathon weekend, the half is a pretty big event. You got a lot of people who haven't done the distance to train up for a full marathon. And you also have a lot of people that are doing challenges. Oh, they're doing goofy or they're doing dopey. Oh, yes. And so that's a, it's a big event. And with a big event at run Disney comes the logistics and it's a lot of people very much. So running, but also spectating a lot of people spectating. And when you go to that event, this particular one starts and ends at Epcot. Mm-hmm. The first thing you got to consider is from where you're staying, whether you're on property or off property, how are you planning on getting there? Spectators really only have limited options. Well, Uber, Lyft. Well, I was going to say car. Car. Or, you you lump that together. Yeah. You could come by car. Mm-hmm. You could come by, what do you call it? The, uh, the monorail. If you're on property. If you're on property. Mm-hmm. Or buses. Or by the, I call them sky buckets. The uh, Well, the sky buckets weren't there. It depends on the time that you are spectating. And that was, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Mm. Because if you're trying to get there super early, you're going to be even more limited by sure. how you can do it. And I think that super early was a tip from Fun Size Jen. Yes. Because... She was trying to spectate and said, if you don't get there, oh, dark, ridiculous early, like 4 a.m. in the Magic Kingdom or for that half, then you are just basically, especially if you are not, well, let's say if you're vertically challenged (laughs) like me then you just might be looking in between people and not really kind of close to the course where you can high five your runners or see them or you're just in a big crowd. Yes. If you're not early enough to get a prime spot to cheer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and just so everybody knows, aim if you are going to one of the parks where a race is running through, mm. Do you have to have a park pass to get in there to do that? Depends on the time that you're going. Okay. It depends on the time that you're going. If you are super, super early and you are maybe outside the transportation and ticket center uh, around there, you, you, you don't. But To I'm get a, into the park proper, though. To get into the park proper, I would have a park reservation. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so things to consider. Yeah. Logistics to consider there. Yeah. Now- Parking is the other one. We opted to drive. Yes. So we drive in for the half. Mm. We get there kind of mid-morning, and we were using technology. And we're going to talk about this for <laughs> both the half and the full. I always, you know, I, I'm a I'm a nerd. I, I'm a tech nerd. I like yes. my gadgets and my apps and all that. But I always default to you for the run Disney stuff and, and for all the Disney stuff for that matter. Like I don't know how to log into my Disney experience and all that. That's all you. So <laughs> you were tracking our runners. Mm-hmm. So you knew where they were at and kind of gave us a good idea of like what time to leave the hotel. Yeah. And where we'd be able to meet them near the finish line. Because that was our plan for the half. Yeah. Finish line fun. Finish line fun at the half. And 
So the runner tracking was important to this experience. And I think in a larger race, runner tracking is important. What is that for people who might be a little uninitiated as to what? Well, so if you go to run, if you go to run Disney.com and I'm sure that at other big races, there is a section on there on the website, there's a section for spectators Mm -hmm. and you can click on runner tracking and you can search In, in this particular instance, you can search by the person's name which is easiest. I guess if you have a, a, a bib number, you could search that way. Most sites will have either or. Mm-hmm. So once you do that, then you can sign up for runner tracking for those people that you find in the list. So I signed up for runner tracking for Meg, for Dawn, for Rhonda Lee, for Dean, for everybody in the runcation nation. You get mm-hmm. the idea. Yeah. So, so that we would have email alerts when they crossed certain points in the race. Sometimes they'll do it via SMS text message. Sometimes they'll do it via email. I did email. And they also had a web page that had live updates. Yeah. So if you got if you signed up for the runner tracking the next time you went, you saw all the people that you had subscribed to if mm-hmm. you if that's the way to. Yeah, that's describe a good way to, it. I think that's a good way to put it. Subscribing to following them. So I could see when they would pass the 5K mark in the longer race or when they would pass the 10K mark. Yeah, most of the estimated finish times. Right. And that was a really nice fee. Most of the big races will have splits. They'll do the 5K, 10K, 15K, and that's for mm. runner tracking purposes. And when they do that, many of them now have that ability to do that estimated finish time mm-hmm. based on what you've been doing. Like pace. Yeah. So that's no. pretty cool. Again, you got to be mindful that that's an estimate. Right. And your mileage may vary based on signal. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Wi-Fi and cellular signals. Well, one thing we saw, a lot of Verizon users were having a rough go of it at uh, Disney this weekend. Mm-hmm. I think they've still got some network damage from Hurricane Ian and Fiona. And they ended up, or no, Ian and whatever came after. Nicole? And Nicole. Thank Nicole. you. Yeah. Fiona was was Canada. Yeah. You got it now. <laughs> so you got- so the Verizon folks were having a little rougher go of it, but they were able to, to make up for it by getting on the park Wi-Fi. So mm-hmm. things they could work around. But right. It worked out very nicely because we get to the we, we get there, parking was a bit rough. We were parked in the back forty. If you don't get there early, you are there were some people who were ended up parking on the grass. Yeah. Parking was. I, I give the, the the Disney cast members all the credit. Oh, in the world. they navigate like nobody's business and direct like nobody's business. They do a phenomenal job. Mm. But the f- volume of cars they had to park a lot. You, if you didn't get there early, you were going to be way out back. So, and you also have to a lot time for security. Ah, uh, yes, my favorite uh, thing. It's not your favorite thing because we were we saw the area. We wanted to go to for meeting up with everybody after the half at the post-race party. We saw it. We could cut across the parking lot from where we were and not have run a 5K to get to them. (laughs) This is true. However. Security is what security is. 
and we had to go through it, which was... Everybody got routed through the metal detectors at the front of the park. And it Which is the furthest up, distance from our parking space, in my opinion. It was. But it worked out really well because when we went up there, the minute we got through security, we hear, Dana and Amy! Oh. And we, look, we turned around and we looked above us and coming off of the monorail was Fun Size Jen. Yeah. Yay. So we got to do our very first meetup for the weekend. Prompto meetup. Right after security. Right after security checkpoint. So it was great. So we grabbed a photo, talked for a little bit, and then we headed on over to the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Or and I think the, Jen I had done the lot. 10K. Yes. The previous day. Yes. So. I say parking lot. The finish area is Which in... Was- is in the Epcot parking lot. I just wanted to make sure I was clear. We didn't go back to the parking lot just for no reason. We went to the finish <laughs> area. No, that's right. We went to where the party was mm-hmm. in the parking lot. The, we went to the parking lot party. We did. And that area, they've got everything there. At a run Disney event, you've got you've got the reunification area for, for family and friends to meet up with their runner. You've got gear uh, pickup. Pick they have, the, of course, the finish line and the finish line celebration that's happening right there. And they had a really nice bleacher area. A bleacher area for spectators mm-hmm. and characters set up for photos, as yes. they do. And tons of photographers mm-hmm. for their uh, photo pass. Yes. So that that was great. But then when you get over to the runner reunification area, which yeah. is kind of like the... Yeah, the little post party. They've got the they got had some food trucks set up out there. Oh, they did. Yes, they had their own food and beverage tent, mm-hmm. and of course the DJs are playing music, and it's you're you're hearing what's going on at the finish line. Mm-hmm. We've done live streams from the from the post race party. Post race party, sure. And it's it's a lot of fun. It's a cool it area to go hang out in. It is. I'm. Uh, who would have guessed that it was part of the parking lot that was transformed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, this was a nice touch. They have the they, they have round high top tables like cocktail tables, mm. and they have the stretchy fabric stretched over them and then wrapped around down at the base. Yes. So they looked like fancy fancy cocktail party, party cocktail yeah tables, mm-hmm. and they were kind of squared off. In between Joffrey's coffee food truck and the 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 beer, champagne, drinks, and food light breakfast kind of yes. tent, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, it was just a it was a neat little neat looking neat little area. Mm. And we went ended up going and hanging out in that area and meeting up with our peeps. And I I, I think that what's really great for us to see and know is that. Members of the Runcation Nation were messaging each other about where the meetup was. Meg was messaging with Dawn, and I was messaging with Rhonda Lee. I think she was. I think Meg was messaging with everybody. But, mm-hmm. And when we were in line to get, we we ended up supplying the celebratory toast beverages. Of course, well, you have to celebrate. So the champagne, the cider, the beer. Mm-hmm. That, uh, or the people who were sticking with their water because they had the big marathon the next That's day. That's true. We did have some very dedicated runners that mm-hmm. were only partway through their challenge. Mm-hmm. So they, they were good. So, so supplying those for toasts. And then it, it just kind of snowballed. You, we, we had 
we'll run for hosts in the beer line who recognized us and came over to us. Mm-hmm. And so we could interact with them and congratulate them and, and tell Tom that he had it in the bag for tomorrow and for the marathon and the, the entirety of the challenge and, and that, and just it, it was so great to see. We saw some runners like Tanya, who is on our team for the Donna Marathon weekend. Yes. She said, hey, I'm here. And we were messaging with Emily, but we didn't end up seeing her until the next day. But right. it, it was it was so nice to see how our crowd just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger in that area. Yeah. And everybody, like, we're fans of of will run for and and we 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 share audience members and we just had so much fun and it was so everybody was in such good spirits after mm-hmm. this this race after the half yeah and i think getting to meet up with people maybe who did run and maybe who are just there to support you i think that there's a there's a a, a lifting vibe a a it, it's you get the sense of elation and it makes everybody a little more happy and mm. feeling better after a big event like that. And after what you've just done to your body for the last couple of hours. Well, people who know what you've been through and can celebrate if they're not actually, we weren't participating, but that didn't mean that we didn't know what it took to get there. Well, and that's, that's just it. Everybody knows we've, we've done that distance. We, we know what they went through and yeah. And to have people there who know and can celebrate with you, I think just makes the celebration even more of just a great post-race feeling and experience. 100%. Mm. So now for the half, we kept it to the post-race party the area after the runners come across the finish line get their medals go through medical and grab their really grab their their snack box and and potentially walk through where their their gear check is right for marathon day the next day yeah we we decided to go a little deeper we did it we 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 took it to the next level We listened to the experts from this race. So my advice would be, it will work out in your favor if you know somebody who has been a spectator at a big race and can give you some advice about timing and location. Absolutely. This is a great opportunity here Talk to some of your friends in your local run club who may have done a race that you're going to be going to. If you don't have a local run club, or maybe you've got some other friends in your favorite virtual run club, like the Runcation Nation, Mm. pose the question in our Facebook group. And often there are pages for races. That too. Where you can go and begin to interact with some people who have had some experience there and pose the question also. Yes. Where's the best place to go? What are tips and tricks that they may be able to offer? Transportation and spectating success. Now, as important or as useful as as your technology was for the half, I think it was even more important for the full spectating. Yeah. 
keeping tabs on on our runners mm. and kind of getting an idea of how much time we had to get to the spot we we had chosen where we were going to spectate. And we chose that based on that experience and and conversations we had had with experienced people with this event. Yes. Meg was an expert. Fun size Jen expert. Yes. So that uh, it's just mission critical. Yeah. Now, there, initially we were trying to catch up. We were going to meet up with Meg over in Mexico on the World Showcase in Epcot. Yes, which um, still is part of the course for the marathon as you get to the end of the race. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. ended up, yeah. We by the time we were able to get over there, they had already moved on to our final destination. They were trying to get some some margaritas for Runners. friends of theirs running. Yeah. But this brings up an important point for Run Disney events. And that is, if you are going to be a spectator inside the park, mm. I think that it, it you really have to give yourself a little extra time to mm. move through the park because if exactly. the race course is cutting through the park, you have to cross the race. You may have to cross the race course, mm-hmm. and they don't just let you run out in front of runners because bad things would happen. You'd have like the ABC Wide World of Sports thrill of victory, agony of defeat, runners clashing into people trying to cross the. It would just be a a tangle, a mess, and people could get hurt. True. So they have very specific locations that are where they they have crosswalks set up where the course actually forks a little bit and kind of goes around a little island of people. And what they do is they'll have all the runners going to one to one side. They'll cross a bunch of people into the middle of the of the, the race course and then they'll divert the people around the other side of that bunch of people they've just crossed into the middle. Mm-hmm. And then they'll cross those people on across. Mm-hmm. And they just keep doing that all day. They just the keep whole, going. The whole race. The runners are going to go to the left for a little while while we box up people on this side. Mm-hmm. And then we'll take the runners and make them go to the right while we corral this people that we've moved on. So that you can get from space to space to spectate. Yeah, it works really well, but... You have to allot time because there are a lot of people who want to spectate. Exactly. So that's something that we initially didn't do. And we were like, oh, we should have thought about this. Yeah, we should have like factored a whole other hour or more into moving. Total. Yes, because for Marathon Day, as far away as we were parked on half Marathon Day, we were parked literally in the last available row, the furthest, the furthest point away from the entrance to the park. So mm. again, give yourself time, and if you're if you're driving, keep that in mind. You may have to to plan to do that long well, walk. If you're driving, there might be still some course closures as you make your way there. That's going to impact your time as well as the crowd control and navigation when you're stopped waiting for the course to divert. Great point. The course the course closures especially cuz mm. those aren't going to show up on your GPS. Right. If you don't know your way around. Right, unless you've been to the website unless you are an experienced spectator who knows where the closures are or you've been on the maps 
where the road closures might be and you have the plan. Right. That we just a lot extra time for those kinds of things. Absolutely. Something else mm-hmm. that I, I would recommend. So once you find your location, be mindful that not everybody in the park is there for the race. That's true. There are still people there just trying to get on Slinky Dog or get on Frozen Ever Frozen After. Frozen Ever After. <laughs> so be respectful yeah. of the park goers. They they have as much right to be there as the runners and the spectators and all that. We got to make sure that we were we're good running citizens, I guess. And good spectators. Yeah. In the race. One other thing I was going to say, security. Oh, yeah. If you are making signage, mm. if you are bringing paraphernalia to, to make noise and all of that, you're going to get pulled aside at security. Yeah. You're not walking on through. No. Plan on that. Yeah. They're they're very good. They're very fast. but They are, but it's going to take some time. This also is just a, a friendly reminder to make sure that you're, you're using arts and crafts materials that would be park appropriate. Don't include anything in your sign making or, or any noisemakers or anything else that would normally not be allowed in the park. They're not going to let it in. So okay. you know, be, be smart yeah. about that. Fair. You've got something on here I, I wouldn't have thought to include. Well, I think that as a spectator, you have to well wear the wear the appropriate outfit to to cheer. Like, what do you mean? Don't just think you're gonna like f- if you're moving from place to place. Don't just phone it in and wear here are my flip flops or here are the least supportive shoes possible because I'm not running. What do I care? You care. You have to move from place. You have to be agile to catch your runners. Yes, especially if you want to see them more than once on the course. Right. So wear the comfortable shoes that can get you from place to place, the good supportive shoes, and dress for the weather that you're going to be out there in for a while. Yes, and for this particular event, you really needed to bring layers and something you could take off as the day went on. Because it was cooler at the beginning, but then as the sun got overhead, it was... Actually got warm. It got pretty warm, yeah. So if you were wearing long sleeves or if you were wearing just a sweatshirt and you couldn't take that off and it wasn't layers, then you you would be hurting in the latter stages of the race. 100%. And I would say if you're going to be there and you're going to cheer... You have to take care of your voice. Yes. You have to hydrate. And I think the excitement of cheering and and seeing our Runcation Nation members overtook me. So I am uh, like I came in hot on the mic at the beginning of the mm-hmm. show. It's mm-hmm. like <laughs> I was coming in hot with the the cheering. Yes. I was very loud. But, you know, there was no mistaking. People could hear you. I know. And Sorry. No, it's okay. To anybody who was around us that I <laughs> but, was just exceedingly annoying. But that's the thing to think about. If you're going to be cheering people on for, for multiple days, especially. 
You've got to rest your voice when you can. You've got to hydrate. You might want like some lifesavers or something to coat your throat. Yeah. And I, as I recall, they will not allow you to bring in any sort of electronic noise amplification devices, air horns, mm. any of that type of thing into the park. You so you can't have a bullhorn. To to the best of my knowledge, you can't have a bullhorn. Um, mm. The so if you're going to be doing noisemakers there, it really like, like cowbells mm-hmm. uh, that those they would allow. Mm-hmm. So, so we, so thanks to Meg, we had cowbell. Yes. We had more. We cowbell. did have, we had more cowbell. We had more cowbell. Gotta have more cowbell. Uh huh. And thanks to being located in Germany. We had beverages to toast the runners. We did. And we actually got to toast many, many runners as they ran by because a lot of them, too, were stopping in countries around the world and grabbing a beverage, whether it was a (laughs) cocktail or a beer. And they were running the last mile. We were at mile 25 where Mm, we were at. And they were doing that last mile and change with a beverage in hand. A beverage, some a pretzel. Some, yeah, some went for food. Pretzels, or turkey, a turkey legs. leg. Yeah, turkey legs. What's that about? This could be like a this could be like a social media in a poll. You Would know? you cross the finish line with a turkey leg or a pretzel? Right. Or what is the appropriate food item? Well, I, I mean, for picking between those two, I'm going to have to go turkey leg. Why? Not as salty. Oh, really? Really? But a turkey, are you going to eat the turkey leg in that last mile? Well, I probably wouldn't get either one, but if you're having to pick one or the other. Okay. Okay. You? Pretzel. Pretzel. Yeah. For the salt. For the salt. Yeah. Yeah. But it's got to have a beer with it. Uh, Now you're talking about a lot of balance and juggling there that I don't know that I can Well, it depends on the pretzel. Well, if it's were, a bread, if it's a pretzel stick, that's not hard. Well, the, I think that we were seeing a lot of Mickey pretzels, and then we were seeing some of the big Bavarian German pretzels, pretzels yeah. in Germany. Yeah, I enjoyed that we had the Schaffer Hoffer grapefruit beer that we are big fans of. Yeah, super low ABV, like three point something. Great hot weather beer mm. where we were standing was plenty of sun. Mm-hmm. Air temperature was nice and cool, but the the direct sunlight was quite warm, so it was pushing pushing up towards 80 degrees. It was nice to have that refreshment. And it it wasn't super high in ABV, so it wasn't like a, a one and done. You could have that. You could have some water. You could have food. It wasn't very overly filling. No, and not too, too. sweet. And I just was so glad that we could have that and the cowbell and be right there. We Meg chose one of the perfect spaces where we could be in one single line along the course and not not three or four rows of people deep. Yes. We were right there with runners making eye contact and seeing them. And sometimes making glass contact with them. Drinking and glasses. Yes, and toasting with them <laughs> as they were there. They're in that 25th mile, man. They're ready. They're, oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's get the medal. Let's get it done. We're we're there. There were so many people. The the emotions of it were clearly evident. There were some who were laughing and toasting with those beverages and the food. There were some who were 
very emotional and, and, and crying because they were running for people. They were running for like team and training and, and Kelsey's hope, Kelsey's hope and, and just a variety of charities or running a memoriam or in support of somebody who is overcoming a medical issue. And then you also just had the runners who maybe this was their their first marathon. Their first marathon. Uh, and over, I didn't think I could do it. And look at where I am in mile 25. Yeah. And, and I was going to say, and and seeing, we stayed until the last runner. Let me just say, we we did. We stayed until the last runner. Before we saw the last runner, when we ran into our, well, when they ran by us, to see Rhonda Lee and the gigantic smile on her face. Oh, absolutely. She knew she was going to get it. And of course, I knew it. I, I, I said, you watch, because we were going to get another round of beers, and, and me and Brian, Meg's husband, we go over to get the beers. Because you're gentlemen, and you're going to carry them over. Yeah. So we come back, and they're like, oh, you missed Rhonda Lee. I'm like, dang it. Yeah. So we, Meg and I, we got a great picture with Rhonda Lee. We saw Emily O'Keefe mm-hmm. and we saw Dawn at the same time. And, and I got, it was great to get a triple hug of all of us together. Mm-hmm. And Meg was there and just, they, it was, it was so great to see them and, and Dawn and her daughter looking so happy about accomplishing their goal. And gosh, if I just seeing Scotty G and getting a selfie with him on the marathon course, mm-hmm. that was fantastic. Just random runners. I think the biggest and most emotional one for me on the course, the most emotional part about the half was getting to see Meg after she made it to the castle in the half. And overcame so much with her recovery from surgery. That was so amazing. It was amazing in the marathon to see Meredith. And she is the handle Long Runs and Liquor on Instagram. And she does marewares where she does the costumes mm-hmm. for Disney races. I gotta get a costume. I gotta, I gotta do it. But for a future race. But last year. She came so close to completing the Dopey Challenge. And in the year, in the intervening year after she got sick on the course and she and she couldn't finish, mm-hmm. in the intervening year, there are challenges. There are people who are, are so supportive and encouraging on social media. There are people who may not know you who may express concerns and doubts. And that's tough. That's extraordinarily tough on social media. But she trained, she overcame. And what was so beautiful about the end of that marathon was I, I she ran by, took one look and go, it's you. It's you. We've been on the Crescent Lake Club together. Mm. Live chats about post, just post run Disney events. Yep. And breaking them down and talking about them. And finally to meet her in person at the moment where she was on the cusp of achieving the goal and she knew it was hers. Yeah. That hug and seeing her was just 
a huge highlight of the race because because that is such an emotional experience to overcome not finishing as as we have talked about in my experience too i've experienced that and she is and she experienced it last year and she, and that i believe and know in my heart made that experience that much sweeter for her when she crossed that finish line and did that picture with all of her dopey medals right there at that post-race party in the parking lot. Yeah. So. 100%. And 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 we were there for the for the last runners which the last runners that's quite an emotional experience. It is. And and I I saw the one that was celebrated online as the last runner. I was wondering I, I do believe that that there were some people that ended up getting swept uh, somewhere between mile 25 and 26. Cause we saw a couple, I think that just couldn't maintain it on their own. Either that or they, or they picked it up at the end. And I hope that that's the case. I hope that they didn't have to get on a golf cart with 1.2 miles to go Ugh. inside of a park. So, but seeing some of the folks right there at the end and having been there and know how, how, yeah, your body's not going to let you do it this time Ugh. or, or whatever you have a bad run day you or you you had to do it because you couldn't get the training in and you you push through and you said let's see how far i can get and to get that far i just i i hope that that the ones i'm thinking of got ahead and were able to get across so i I, if my my hope is that those those golf carts were empty at the end so because i know how hard those people fought yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of wraps up our our experience. Any final thoughts on on being a spectator? Would you do it again? Do you recommend it? What are you thinking? I would do it again. I think it was a blast. I do also think it gives you extreme FOMO wanting to be out there on the course oh, and yeah. accomplishing the goal. Terrible. But it also gives you impetus and motivation coming away from that and looking ahead in your race calendar. That's true. I have definitely got a renewed vigor for getting my my mileage and my speed work done for my upcoming races. The mm-hmm. two the two that I've got upcoming and uh, that we've got upcoming in February. So this mm-hmm. was great motivation for me. Yeah. It is a phenomenal event, and I hope that our experience translates into some useful tips for all of you if you're mm-hmm. considering becoming a spectator at a Run Disney or other large race event. Mm-hmm. We know this was not a typical episode, but we wanted to share this this kind of first-time, first-hand experience with all of you. Mm-hmm. Um, next week, we're going to be sharing with you more of our race calendar for 2023 yes. on that. Yes. We're also going to be talking a little bit about food and beverage, but from our training perspective and some of the changes we have made to our diets and what we are doing, incorporating some of the lessons we're learning from this week's sponsor, Fitz Kohler. Yes. And before we go, before we wrap up, we do want to thank our sponsor, Fitz Kohler. She put together an in-depth course called Fixing Your Life with Fitzness. It has got over five hours of content. It'll change all the aspects of your life for the better in every way. Yep. The course itself is broken down into eight modules that will make your general life, not just your fitness life, but your general life better. And what we love about her is that she is super real. We've, we've 
met her in person. We've talked to her. We've hung out. We know her and the the type of person she is. She's practical. She's honest. And what she's teaching, we're already starting to see the results. Now that we have finished the course, and we're thinking about it, we're discussing it, we're putting together our plans. We're going back and rewatching bits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's what's good about it is that you have access to it and you can. Let's let's rewatch the part about the pillars of fitness or let's rewatch how often you should do balance work, incorporate strength training and incorporate cardio. What kinds are going to work? What and what's the proper way to do it? And to scaffold it up if you're starting from a place where you're not so strong and you need to make improvements. It's I have fallen into the trap over the last year of just running. Me too. Just running. I, I for example. Mentioned that to her in our last interview with her. And now in this new year, I have started to incorporate her YouTube workout for runners. That Rhonda Lee turned me on to not not too long ago, and that I had saved in my watch later of YouTube. You can save things to watch later, yeah. create playlists, all that. I am now doing it, and I know that being sore in in between on on running days <laughs> when I have to, or when I have to bend down to pick up a, a pen off the floor that I've dropped, my body feels it. In ways that I can't. <laughs> you can't say on here without getting an explicit tag. <laughs> so no, we won't. I'm, it's, it's kicking my butt in a great way. Yeah, exactly. And it's only going to benefit my running. So you would say that she's challenging you. Yes. She challenges you to think about a well-rounded fitness goal for your life. So you have to check out this course. When you sign up, enter RED22 in the discount code box at checkout for 20% off the entire course. And that code red 22 works on her fantastic book and centerpiece of our set. My noisy cancer comeback as well. Thank you to Fitz for sponsoring this week's show. We'll put a link to the course in our show notes. Check out her course, fixing your life with fitness at fitness.com. Thank you for joining us in 2023 on your long run commute to work around the house or wherever you are. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash podcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.